podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Good evening, Gooners, and welcome. And just, just, I shouldn't just say Gooners because we have lots of other people that come from other clubs. But good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast, Sunday evening show, Talking Arsenal, with me, Amanda, Gooner Girl, PG, whatever you want to call me. And tonight, the girls are taking over. It is the girls' night out, the Gooner Girls' night out. So I'm really, really pleased to say to the left of me or the right of me, I never know, whatever way it is, on, on the screen. I've got lovely Sofa. Sofa. Right, let's start again. Lovely Sophie from Guna Gossip TV. Hello, my lovely. Hey, thank you so much for having me on. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you both. Um, and yeah, lovely to see you again. Oh, uh, well, you know what? You had me on your show a few months ago and I loved it. And I thought, you know what, you need to come on here and chat with all our viewers as well. So, Sophie, as we've discussed, you're a pro. Now, down below, we have lovely, lovely Sally, a massive Goonerette. I actually don't say Goonerette, I say Gooner Girl. Um, yeah. But it's your first time podcasting. So, everybody in the chat room, please welcome Sophie. Please welcome. What is wrong with me tonight? It's because I'm so excited that I'm talking to the girl. <laughs> please welcome Sophie, of course, but please give an extra special heart to lovely Sally. Oh, thank you. I was just saying before, I can't believe I've listened to you for so many years and I'm actually talking to you. My face is on that box at the bottom. It's quite weird. Oh, listen, enjoy it. I'm no different. As I said to you before, I'm no different to anybody else. OK, I'm just a normal Arsenal fan and we're going to go into both of your history, supporting Arsenal and everything. Um, and we're going to get some little uh, let's welcome everybody in the chat room because there's already loads of nice comments. Um, thanks, everybody, for joining us and everybody in audio. We really appreciate the fact that our audio listens are going through the roof at the moment. And we really appreciate the fact that you're loving our summer content and hope you'll stay with us during the uh, season as well. Right. Let's just say. Good evening, everyone from Cole. Karen, welcome back to the show. Everybody's doing well. It's so lovely, our little community. Phil says, hello, ladies. Oh, and Carl says, we're live. Well, I hope we are. Um, evening, fellow Spurs fans. Well, that <laughs> is interesting. Think you're on the wrong pod, mate, but welcome. Uh, good evening, girls. Ah, oh, Stephen. We love Stephen. Good evening, ladies. Much love from Kenya. This is how far the same old Arsenal's gone. Kenya. We love that, Stephen. Um, right. Mask Gunners had to go. Carl says, hey, Sally and Sophie. I can't go through them all because we will be here all night. But, oh, lovely Simon's in the house. Um, thank you, Karen. PG's normal. Do you know what? I've forgotten all my words. I got all the intro, right? I've forgotten all my words. Um <laughs> <laughs> My lovely mate, LL Cool J, you're an Arsenal fan, Amanda. Normal is a bit of a stretch. I am normal. Um, you shouldn't really say that, Phil. Just moved across from a Burkamp Wonderland, a much prettier pod. We'll take that, girls, won't we? So, <clears throat> people in the chat room, what we're going to do, we're going to chat to Sophie and Sally um, for the first part of the show. Second part of the show, you're going to have questions. Please ask them. Um, anything Arsenal, anything nice, 
and be as wonderful as you normally are. Let's start. First of all, girls, I think we really need to say congratulations to our Emil Smith-Rowe. I mean, under 21, Euro winner with England, the Little Lions. That's so fantastic, isn't it? Well done, Emil. Sophie, what do you think about um, Emil? Oh, I'm so happy for him and I absolutely love him. Um, it's great to see him do so well um, and have that happy moment because we know throughout the season, you know, he's been injured and it's not really been as great for him, has it? So, yeah, very, very happy for him. Hopefully, you know, next season he'll come back stronger, better than ever um, because we've all missed him. But, yeah, very, very happy for him um, and can't wait to have him back next season and hopefully we'll see him play a bit more than we did last season because, obviously, when he got injured after that, we didn't really see him for much. So, yeah, be looking forward to seeing him play again next season. And do you know what, Sally? We have a show on a Wednesday night that Chris does, and it's called One In, One Out, One Bangs. And my one bang has always been Emil Smith-Rowe. I think it's his oh. season next season, yeah. So um, talking about Chris's show, he's back on Wednesday with two fab guests as well. We're bringing you loads of content, so you might as well subscribe to our channel so you don't miss anything. <laughs> um, Sally, Emil Smith-Rowe, wasn't it a lovely... Oh, it... Imagine being it's in just... last night. I was like, I wanted to... Give him a big hug and everything. We're I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like that about all of them. I see them. I just think I couldn't be more proud of you if you were my own child. I couldn't love you anymore if you were my own child. But he's just looking so confident. He looks so happy in his own skin. He just looks like he's ready to, like you say, bang for us. And I can't wait to see it. I really can't. I can't wait to hear them singing it. I just the second the Mill Smith Row song. Yeah, I'm really, really excited for what's in store for him this season. I think a few people are saying that. Um, Karen Russell's saying, me too, Amanda. ESL will bang big time even more now. He's won the trophy. And I'll tell you what else I noticed, and we can discuss this. I was saying to my other half um, that I noticed last night he looked older. I know it sounds funny. I know he's older, but looked a lot older. He looked stronger. He looked fitter. He looked bigger. So I'm wondering, Sophie, if that is... A lot of the hard work he's put in, obviously, mm. he's been so unfit, um, isn't he? He's been injury prone. Such a shame. Um, I think he's going to do well next season. Do you think that as well? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, when you're out injured, it can be quite frustrating. So maybe he sort of used that as motivation to put in all that hard work to come back stronger next season. And it's been quite interesting because I know a few fans have thought, you know, maybe he won't be here next season. But for me, I think with him, we know how much he loves Arsenal, how much the club means to him. And I think he's just eager to get back into the team. And I think we know now coming on to something special, you know, and it's an exciting time to be an Arsenal fan. So I think, you know, he's got that hunger, desire to win and do well. So I think next season will be a great season for him. What a week it has been, Sally, as Sophie alluded to. I mean, every day. You would hate, wouldn't you, to be a Spurs fan? Even now, we had no beef whatsoever <laughs> ever with West Ham fans. And they are so salty. They are to the point where they're coming at us thinking, weirdly, that they're our rivals. They never have been. 
doubt there ever will be. That's not me being, um, I can't think of the word, but you know what I'm thinking, um, big headed or anything like that. It's, it's, it's fact, obviously. However, they did really well and I was really pleased when they won the uh, Euro Conference final. Absolutely thrilled for them. Really was. I wanted them to win it that night. Don't often want in, um, English teams to win, you know, in the Euros. However, they've become angry, haven't they, Say? Because obviously well, we know livid. why. <laughs> they're livid, aren't they? And and then they're all going to turn on him now. Oh, don't, don't like him anymore. You know, he's always going to go. And you just think he's done lots for you. You wouldn't have won that European trophy that you're so excited about without him. And he's going on to bigger and better things. And surely that's that's what you want for him. I do understand it to a certain extent. You know, when Van Persie went to Man United, I wasn't his biggest fan. It really did upset me. But I can't ever imagine being a Spurs fan. Oh, I, I just think the thing is, to, be a, to be a Spurs fan would just, oh, it must be horrific. How do you, how do, you do that every day? Especially every day since... The season's ended because it's just Arsenal this, Arsenal that, Arsenal doing that. But just just alluding to Robin Van Persie, it's not the same, Sally, because he A, he went to our rivals. B, he was sitting on the injury bench for about five years where we supported him nonstop. Then he does the video about the child in me or the little boy in me. Um, it's not the same. Declan Rice hasn't come out and said a word. He's not come out and said anything. He will say goodbye to West Ham fans and he will say hello to us. Um, he seems that sort of guy that is quite respectful he I think he's got class hasn't he yeah. I think he's got class think... and that means he'll fit right in with us I, I couldn't have nailed it any more Sally any better right <laughs> so we've said congrats to ESR and we just can't wait to see him on the pitch so we can all sing the song and no one wants to hear me sing it so I'm not going to <laughs> um <laughs> we've had we've had a week of signings and Signings that gonna happen, that signings that might happen. That it seems that the I can't know if I say his name right. Jurian Timber Sal um, from Ajax is gonna go through, and that I think will probably be announced quicker than Rice. This Declan Rice, it's gonna be a little bit of an anticlimax. I know that. Let me explain why I'm saying that, because we all know it's not like it's a shock, and then all of a sudden we wake up to. Arsenal um, Arsenal on Twitter or, you know, Sky Sports News saying, shock, horror, Declan Rice has crossed the East, North Divide and, you know, he's come to the Arsenal, Sophie. <laughs> we know. We're all just waiting and anticipating. And I will have to say this now. If he signs tomorrow or Tuesday or even Thursday, you need to subscribe to this channel because I'll be having a special guest on. Um, but that is only when he's signed. It's so weird talking like this. I don't ever talk about transfers, Sophie, like this. I don't talk about them till they're signed. But this seems yeah. sort of... This, I mean, even Cole's saying, look, Timber and Rice Medical's already completed. So it's there, but it's not official yet, is it? I'm like that. Do you know what? I can't get excited really until it's fully announced because even though the medicals have been completed, there's a part of me, it's like, is it really happened yet? So I'm just being really impatient. I just want it to be confirmed because it's been, we've known about this for quite like a week or two, for a little while. Um, I'm glad that saga is over now of Man City because that was driving me crazy. Um, but um, yeah, I'm just quite impatient. I just want it to be announced really because for me, like Declan Rice is for me would be one of my dream signings. So I'm really looking forward to having him in the club. Um, 
but yeah I'm really excited hopefully it'll get announced soon because I'm tired of waiting to be honest (laughs) (laughs) it's so weird it's like if if I'm discussing it, it's got to be done. Mm. I, not that I know or anything. I'm not an ITK or anything, but it has to be because I'm discussing it. And that's how confident I am. And I remember on Twitter about two, three weeks ago where I was confident from day one he was coming. I don't know why I didn't have any insight. I just had this feeling that he was coming. So when City jumped in for him, Sally, mm. I was like... Okay, do you know what? I still don't believe this. And I tell you why, and I, and this is no disrespect to City at all, is the fact it's very easy to go to City and win trophies. It's very easy to pick 400 grand up a week. It's not easy to come across to the North London side of uh, the North London side when you're an East London boy and work hard. You're going to have to work. Everybody's going to have to work. A hundred percent, Sally, to beat that machine at City. Now, 100%, that, that should even you, go higher in 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 everyone's respect. Definitely, well, like not if, just if they, if they want him, he's good. And if they want to go toe to toe with us, then well, that was a bit scary. And I did think, for goodness' sake, are they really going to just be able to dig deeper in their pockets than we are? But I completely agree with you. I think it just shows even more his character and his class that he doesn't want to go and warm the bench at City. He doesn't want to be a Calvin Phillips and just like, oh, yeah, I was there that season and I got all of those medals. But you didn't earn them, did did you? And I don't think yeah. we would want somebody like that in our squad. That's That's not who we are. That's not what we're about. And I think the way that he's just to choose us over them... I mean, who wants to go and play there anyway? It's boring, isn't it? Soulless. Who well, wants to do thing. that? And I and I was and I mean, look, everyone knows I've got lots of city mates. It is a little bit salty with them at the moment. Obviously, they're taking the mick of, you know, us failing at the last hurdle to, you know, win the league and what happened and last season. And I just said to him, I've had the best season I've had in so many years. I've loved it. I, I'm 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 obviously older than you, Sally, and a lot older than you. Only a bit. Hoping. Only a bit, but it's our era that, you know, we've been through everything, Sally. And I'm going to come on to you two Definitely. in a second. But but the thing is, I went through the days of Terry Neal and Don Howe and with 15,000 at Highbury with my legs over the front seat, slow <laughs> hand claps, boring football Tottenham down the road, winning FA Cups. I've been through it all through the, uh, the 80s, 90s and obviously lately. So last season was just absolutely beautiful since the Invincible season, really. Just, you know, 2004 so much. Um, so for me, I'm not. But I said to them, it's easy for Declan Rice to come to you. No one would be shocked. Pick up big payday, going to win trophies. It's easy. And that's what West Ham fans are saying. But they're not getting it because we've got a fantastic project going if we wouldn't have ended up second, girls, I wonder if he would have come, if we would have been fifth. Who knows? We don't know. But I think he's always been Arsenal for him. And you've got to respect that. He's not going to get paid as much as he would at City. He probably won't win as many trophies. But we have got the most incredible squad. And and the fact that, and I'm going to go on to this now, Saka, Saliba, Ramsdale, Martinelli, Reese, and Gabriel have all signed four-year extensions to their contract. That, that in itself is a wonderful, wonderful job by Edu and Arteta, Soph. 
Yeah, um, it's really great to see that, you know, they're happy to have their future here, their next few years here. And I'm sure they'll extend after that as well, because they all seem like they're in a happy place around the club. And we know as fans, last season, that was probably our best season um, in such a long time. Probably for me, the best season as an Arsenal fan, like growing up, I didn't really get to see us win the league much. It was always like FA Cups and stuff. So for me... um. That was a really good season for us. And I think um, with like Saliba and him coming his first season, it would it was a big season for him and he fits in really well when he feels that like Arsenal's at home to him. And like you said, all of the other players that have signed the deals, they just feel like Arsenal is the right club for them at the moment and we are going in the right direction. So I'm really delighted that they've signed and obviously it's important to bring in players, but it's just important to keep these players that we have right now because they are part of our future and yeah, very, very happy they're staying. Sally, it seemed like, didn't it? Day after day, another one's contract extended, another one, and they're all the players you want extended. And then and then Jacker left. And do you know what? I have mixed emotions. The day he threw his jersey on the pitch was it for me. I'm very old school. Um, you don't do that. But I think he's turned that around. I think last season and possibly oh. half of the season before, it was just wonderful. The fact that he's never had a song. And he's never, we, we were singing. We oh, all wanted him to stay. But Sally's, he's gone. And yeah. I just, it was sad, but I'm okay, if you know yeah. what I mean. I, I feel like at that time when he threw his jersey down, yeah, furious, that's not what we do. That's not what we're about. But when I reflect on it now, I feel like Emery was to blame. I feel like Emery made that happen to him. And it just shows that when you're managed properly and you're coached properly and somebody gets you mm. and can, you know, communicate with you on your level, look what he did. You would never have said that this guy would do what he's done for us last season back then, would you? I, I, I certainly wouldn't. And I just feel like I am going to miss him. And... But I wish him all the best tonight. I mean, imagine we've sold him for, what is it, like nearly 25 million? Wow. Who would have thought you'd sell a 30-year-old for that? So not and only has he... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was um, I was listening to um, something the other day, and it's like all of his red cards were straight red cards. No, there weren't any two yellows, apparently. Apparently it was all like straight yeah. reds, and it's like... If that was Granite Xhaka, all of these other things would happen. So, yeah, you're right. He's gone. I wish him well. And I thank him. And there have been times where I thought, God, get this man off my pitch. Get him off. Yeah. But I really do appreciate what he's done. And I think to turn it around like he has is amazing. And it's credit to Arteta that he's must have, you know, he's turned the switch on. And well, I mean... William Jack said, said it before, Granite was always himself. It's us that went through the redemption. I wish him well, but excited for the future. And I think I think it's a lot of, I think the word is revisionism. Oh, my God, I've actually said it right. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's it, it's time. We, we do need to upgrade, but I wish him well. I hope he does brilliant at Bayer Leverkusen. Um, I loved him this season. I loved him last season. And there have been other seasons that I felt sorry for him. You know, I often tweet if that was Xhaka, because I do feel he was um, picked on quite a lot. However, 
Um, I do believe that if, if it would have been five years earlier and he was five years younger and Edu um, Arteta got hold of him, it could have been a different story and maybe he would have had five years of wonderfulness. However, I'll never forget that tackle he made at Newcastle last season was the best tackle I've ever seen him make and the most important, probably. I mean, I don't know how many years he's been with us, but for me, that stands out and I'll never forget that. And I think he put his heart and soul into Arsenal last season. He he just he was he was the captain of Erdegaard, there was no doubt. So we all at the same old Arsenal, Sally and Sophie, wish Granite Xhaka the best of luck and thank you. I've I've loved watching you last season. I tell you something, I was getting all emotional then. Right, back oh. up, Amanda. <laughs> Take a breath. Um, so girls, Sophie, we're gonna just chat a bit about you. Um, I want you to tell everyone your age, how you got into Arsenal. You've got your own podcast that you've interviewed such brilliant people. You've even been to talk sport with Laura Woods, haven't you? So I want you to tell us all, start at the beginning. How did you get into Arsenal? Okay, so basically I'm 19 years old um, and I ran my own um, YouTube channel. I started it off, it was actually before we won the FA Cup and I actually just started it off because... I just I think it's nice to let out how you're feeling after a match and just talk about your feelings about the game and that's sort of how it started off really and and obviously on Twitter I do like to tweet about games about the matches there as well and it sort of happened from there really and I just kept doing it and then I started to gradually do videos with other people because when I first started it I, I used to be quite nervous actually and I would only sort of do videos on my own because I felt too nervous to do wow. like podcasts with other people so basically yeah as time went on I started to do videos with other people get into it a bit more which I think is great to you know chat with other people about the game because I just love how we will we can all watch the same game but have different opinions and stuff I just love um chatting with people about Arsenal um and yeah so that's sort of how it grew and um regarding Laura basically um I've always been like a big fan of her of her work and like for me seeing women talk about football on tv and for you Amanda it, for you like for me watching you on youtube has really helped me as well like so having seen women sort of do that has definitely inspired me and yeah she basically really inspired me and um the, the talk sport thing sort of came about I sort of sent her a message and I just said I'd love to do a video of you and she actually invited me down herself like she offered to see me and I was like you know like I was, I was really struggling to speak I was like I can't believe she's asked me if you're, I want to see her in person um, and when I saw her in person I just I felt I, I never shake or get that anxious but I was like I couldn't believe it um so yeah that's sort of how it came about of Laura and then um I did work experience with her and it was just such a great opportunity but Laura is so lovely she's just such a great person and I think that shows on TV as well what type of person she is and what a great role model she is to younger people. Um, so that's sort of like how it came about with my YouTube journey, my Twitter journey, because I think um, I sort of went on Twitter first and tweeted and then... But you I don't got... live local, do you? So no. You live, up, you live up north. So how do you support Arsenal? Is it a family thing or some other reason? 
Do you know what is? A lot of my family, well, they're not big football fans, but, you know, they'll watch football with me. And um, it sort of came about where, because um, my family, some of them are Liverpool fans, some of them aren't really big supporters. Um, but for me, I just really loved Arsene Wenger growing up. I loved the players we had at the time, like Sanchez, Ozil. And um, I did sort of support Arsenal at a time where, you know, we were struggling and we sort of needed a change of like manager and ownership, I felt at the time. But um, yeah, Erzon Sanchez really inspired me and I loved the Emirates Stadium. And I just felt Arsenal felt like a family, a home, like a nice place to be. And I went to the Emirates um, a few years after supporting and I just loved Arsenal even more then. It felt so lovely to... Um, I went on a tour actually, and it was so like incredible to finally, you know, go to the stadium with the team that you support. Um, so yeah, it's a lot of people are surprised when I tell them about my story because obviously I'm not from London, but um, yeah, I've supported Arsenal since 2015, and um, always proud to support Arsenal. So yeah. <laughs> Well, you're getting some lovely comments that I've been putting up. Um, oh. And it, and Carl has put the link in the chat room for Sophie's channel. So if anyone, oh, please go and follow her. Um, William Jack said, it's really great to see how many knowledgeable female gooners there are online and on Twitter. And it is lovely. Do you know when I joined, God, 12 years ago, I didn't really understand why anyone would want to talk to me about football because growing up, Everybody where I live knew. They just spoke to me about football. But I was thinking, well, why would anyone else? Well, I didn't really get Twitter. I thought Twitter was just following famous people. It wasn't for yeah. <laughs> I certainly didn't have Instagram or anything like that. I just had Facebook. And I didn't really get it. And then I got it. And it was brilliant. And I've gone through years of um, different things. And if it wasn't for Twitter, I wouldn't have been podcast. I didn't even know what a podcast was. Someone asked me to go on a podcast. I was like, well, what is that? What do I do? He said, well, you sit at home and you talk to us. And I went, can they see me? It's like, oh my God, I can't do that. And uh, it grew from that. And obviously then I was an Arsenal fan TV with Giles and Robbie and all that. And um, then it just it escalated, left there and, 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 done many podcasts and it's just been amazing and and what I love is the amount of knowledgeable women that I follow and I follow as many women and gooners as I can um because I love it I absolutely love it so Sophie you're the other end of the spectrum to Sally and I so Sally tell us your story because I'm sure you've got many stories like me well for me, it all started with Ian Wright. It's Ian Wright's fault. Um, and so I loved him. He came to Arsenal. And I, when I was at college, so when I was 16, um, I made friends with um, this guy called Ben. And we he loved Arsenal and I loved Ian Wright. And so we were chatting in our A-level German class. And um, he took me. He was a junior gunner. And he was like, right, come on, this is what you need to do. You need to get yourself a membership and and so he took me December 26th 1992 yep. Ipswich Town at Highbury and I walked up those steps and I saw that pitch and that was it I just fell in love it was just sorry what sight. year was that Sal? 
I think it was 92. Right, yeah. Uh, Boxing Day 1992. Nil-nil draw, Ipswich Town. Terrible game. The North Bank was all, like, behind um, hoardings because the they mural. were doing it up. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was just magic to me. It was absolute magic. And so... Ben and I just continued, you know, bantering about it, and I just, I just loved, loved them, followed them ever since. Mm. Um, and then when I um, became, got my teaching career, I had um, a friend who lived opposite Charlie George Soccer Legend, and um, she would do my hair, and I'd be like, oh, I'd love to live in Arsenal. I can't believe you live here; it'd be amazing. She was like, "We'll make it an achievable dream then." So I applied to Islington Pool. You used to like just put your CV in and they'd pick you out. And then um, I got an interview, went down to Old Street. My interview was the day after United won the treble. And I was at their house. We were having a curry the night before. And I was like, this is unreal. Is this, you know, is this an omen? Am I not going to get this job? And um, got the job on the train home. She said, we'd like to give you the job. I was like, oh, got anywhere to live. Ben happened to be living in Archway, had a room spare. I went and lived there, taught in um, Islington for three years. But I used to beg the guy who ran the like the community part of Arsenal. I used to email him and ring him once a week to beg him to come to my school to do the after school club because they yeah. do this double club. And um, it took me about a month of just being relentless <laughs> and um and they came and alan smith bought his golden boot and they used to give us loads of tickets for the european game so we went and we did the we toured the marble halls and it's still going now that double club and in 2017 um there was a legends match against ac milan and the arsenal foundation raised about a million pounds and they built a 3g pitch at the primary school there and i just think that's amazing. I'm so proud that of something that I started. Obviously, people have had to keep it going, but um, I think that's really cool. So I go whenever I can, which isn't very often. Ben's the season ticket holder, and every now and again he'll say, come on, big sell, let's go, <laughs> let's go, I've got a ticket for you. But it is quite hard for me because although originally I'm from Essex, I actually live up north, so it's quite yeah, it's hard and it's money and it's time and it's family. But whenever I can, yeah, I'll go whenever I can. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I take it for granted that I've got a season ticket. I take it for granted that I go. Sometimes I can't go. I was like, oh, I can't go tonight. And then when you join, like, so over the years that would have happened, you know, I'm working, I can't get there. Oh, I can't go Tuesday night. You take it so for granted. And now I promise you, everybody listening, that every time I go to football, I appreciate it. Every time I'm in my seat, I appreciate it because there are millions and millions around the planet that would give anything to walk through the Emirates turnstiles and have a seat and watch them live. Because I've watched many a video um, where someone's come from Africa or America or Australia or New Zealand or wherever and they go through and that you watch their video of their day and they get to their seat and they're emotional. And, and I used to take that for granted. I was at Highbury all those years, you know, never realised how special it was. And I think that's what social media has done. And I know a lot of people don't like a lot of um, what goes on on social media. 
I personally have a great time and have met you two for a start. I've met so many amazing people. I've met my, uh, well, I'll say future husband, but who knows, my boyfriend <laughs> on uh, um, on Twitter and he's an Arsenal fan. And I just think that it's a great community. And the thing is as well, it's, I mean, the passion that you had, even Carl said, look, change jobs to Islings to be close to the Arsenal. What a legend. And And I remember applying to Arsenal for a job I was 2019, 20 at the time. I was so unqualified for it. I bluffed everything. I didn't get it because I wasn't qualified for it. It was like marketing something. I Could you imagine me working at the Arsenal? I think you might have even ruined my love affair. Um, Simon Lester says the same thing. I know he's up north. I'm not going to say where, but he has a 380-mile round trip. It's not easy. It costs so much money. And TV companies do not help when they put the charity shield at 4.30 on a Sunday for, for, for Man City fans and, and, and Arsenal fans around England. And then you've got us on a Friday night at Newcastle. It's ridiculous. They don't care about us. So it, it's becoming harder as well for fans mm. of you two to be able to get to London. I don't live in London. I live in Essex as well. Um, takes me an hour from my house, hour, hour there, hour back. Um it's not it's not easy and I totally get it. And I just wish the TV companies did help out fans like yourselves that have to come four or five hours away. I mean, just to support them. Um, <laughs> James says, I knew something was charming instantly about Sally. Essex represent the county. James, we're, a lot of us are from Essex. Um, so, you know, so the love for Arsenal. So, Sally, you were 92. Okay. Um, you've gone through a few years, then you had Wenger, really. So you didn't have the 80s and everything, you know, that I went through. That's why I'm saying you're younger than me. And um, one day someone's going to be older on this podcast. I'm telling you, I'm going to get someone old on. Um, <clears throat> so talk to me, Sally, um, as well, about what do they mean to you? So do you watch it? live when you can do you listen on the radio how do you watch you know the Arsenal games so I think it's really important because when I, we listen to lots of different people and people argue on Twitter and stuff everybody's coming to Arsenal from a completely different place and the place I come to it from is that they bring me joy they don't always bring me joy but they generally bring me joy and last season so much joy but I, I again, I can't. I haven't got a season ticket. Um, I can't afford a Sky Sports subscription yeah. or Now TV or anything like that. Um, on the odd occasion, I can go over to the pub and I can watch it. But I usually follow a live blog. No one's allowed to speak to me in my house while that's on. Um, and and I just sit and I stare at my phone and, and it up, it updates and that's how I do it. I sometimes listen to the radio, but if I'm honest. They don't love Arsenal when they're commentating on the radio, do they? No, and it just makes me cross. And I just think, no, I don't want to listen to you say this, that and the other about us. Because when I'm looking on my live blog, it's like they're watching completely different games. Um, so that's how I do it. And they just give me, and like particularly this season, they've just given me something to really smile about. And I haven't had that much to smile about these last few months. And they just give me joy. And I come at it from that sort of historical angle for me that I love the club. 
Yeah. I love the club. I love what it represents. I love the quality, the class, the history. I love how we look after each other. I love how we look after the community. That's really important to me. I've said to you before, I don't know about false nines and um, left eights and true sixes. I'm not, that's not my bag. I'm coming at it. I want to watch this football match. I want to see those players give their all for every single person that's watching them, wherever they may be. Um, that's what it means to me. They're just... Yeah, they just give they just give me joy, and I love like we said earlier. You know, I couldn't love them anymore if they were my own kids. <laughs> well, that, and that's what it, when you become older, all of a sudden, ESR winning like a Euro Cup medal, and I'm like feeling very old because my son is twenty. <laughs> it's like ESR could be my son. Where years ago when I was growing up, managers were older than me. They're not anymore, are they? They're older than you though, Soph, aren't they? So you're at the age where um, I find it, I think it's really interesting that some of my close friends who like football, but they're not into football or anything, and we don't talk about Arsenal or anything like that. They're taking the mitt, one of them spurs. And she says, she said to me, my other half has got the ump. I've booked a holiday and we're flying over the Spurs game. And I looked and I went, and you wonder, uh, he's mad ass, like, you wonder why he's got the ump. She went, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going on holiday. I said, I don't care. Nothing gets booked, arranged around the season. That is why June, when the middle of June comes out with those new fixtures, straight in my calendar. And then if anyone asks me out, I can see. It's harder now because obviously TV changes it every other month doesn't it I say to them it could be Saturday Sunday I don't know yet they like your life is ruled about Arsenal it's normal for me so when I sit there and go well yeah they they, I find it weird that their life isn't so I've always been like that Sophie so if Arsenal plan at three o'clock on a Saturday and we're able to watch it on a stream somehow we watch it on a stream um if Arsenal at home and I've got a party we go to Arsenal I mean, obviously, if it was a very close friend getting married, thank God this friend is getting married in three weeks' time. She's getting married on a Wednesday before the season even starts. I was like, thanks for that. She's like, I didn't do it for you. Um, And also, she's doing a hen night in a couple of weeks, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, Again, nothing to do with football. But if it had been in the season, already I've got like a, sorry, just been invited to a party in August. Straight away, I looked at the fixtures and I thought, great, we'll be home by five because it's a 12.30 kickoff. But that's how my brain works. It, It isn't... To me, Sophie, that's normal. Me too. I'm like that. <laughs> I'm exactly like that. Like in the past few seasons, like if someone says, Oh, we're gonna go out at like three o'clock and I'll still play it like half two, I'm like, I couldn't ever do that. I just I always <laughs> I always have to schedule around Arsenal because if I miss a game, like um it just really annoys me because it's not really the same watching highlights back personally it's just you want to watch yeah. it get involved and watch your team I suppose like because we play obviously if we play once a week that's sort of the one time you want to watch them play a week and um, so it's a bit frustrating when you miss out on that so I'm the exact same <laughs> if, I, if I miss a game I'm not very happy because it's just nice to watch the team you love play um 
obviously next season we'll be paying more than once a week but um yeah I'm the same with you I have to reschedule everything around Arsenal can you imagine can you imagine how I feel first of October last last year last season North London derby one of my best friends got married 12 o'clock her wedding was I was sat there waiting for her to come in I had my phone in my handbag following the live blog I can't I was absolutely devastated it's just it's always Arsenal, as you say, Amanda. It's got to be always Arsenal. Especially always if it's Arsenal. the London like, Derby. That's the game you can't miss as well. It's so true. I mean, I've been at a bar mitzvah when the whole <laughs> table was Arsenal. And we had to go. My dad, all of us, had our sort of... We It wasn't in the days of these smartphones. So I think my dad had a radio on and we were... I had a radio on very quietly and and and, and um, a lot of people there were supporting Tottenham and I'll never forget, it was when David Platt rose like a salmon, as they say, and scored against United. So what happened was we banged the table and I think it was during a speech as well. I can't remember what happened. And we all looked at each other. My cousin who I go to football with was there. We were all there. We had no choice. We could not not go and we wouldn't do that. However, it's so it's so frustrating sitting there going, you're trying to concentrate. It was a great night because obviously we beat United at home. But it's very rare and thank God. I've been in a, I've been at a wedding in a church once where a bloke in front of me had an earpiece in. I didn't know him from Adam, right? So I thought maybe like it was hard of hearing. Like yeah. It wasn't Apple AirPods in those days. It was like an earpiece hanging down. So... The guy I was with at the time said, you've got to be respectful. And I said, but Arsenal are playing. I don't know who it was. I don't know who it was. Um, I was sitting in church and I'll never forget this. <laughs> Both of them were getting married for Tottenham. And I said to the bloke in front, sorry, I hope I don't um, talk too loud. Is it for your hearing? He goes, no, I'm listening to the football. He said, shh, like that. I said, who are you listening to? He went, the Arsenal, the only team to listen to. I went, listen, come and sit next to me. I was like this. We could, and he like he doesn't know me from Adam, and it ended up being one of Pat Rice's friends, and we spoke the whole night. We just got on. It was an older guy, and it was so funny because he was telling me the score in church because I didn't have an earpiece in. But those are the, the those are the sort of extents that you go to when you support a club, and 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 if you don't support a club and you don't like football, everyone would think we were mad. They would. If I, I trust me, my friends go, oh, not Arsenal again. Do you have to stay in and watch them? Well, yeah. It's like, I just don't get it. It's like, what happens if your son wants to support another team? I said, well, he won't live here, will he? I said, it's just be the end of it, won't it? <laughs> and they're like, oh, God's sake. Like this. And they don't get it. And I said to my son, if you don't want to support Arsenal, that's absolutely fine. You can support who you want, but you're never allowed to buy any tops and you can't talk about them in the house. He didn't like football. He's Arsenal, but he didn't like football. So I was lucky on that respect. But um, and also this is true as well about me that people don't know. It's my birthday the end of the month and it's my brother's birthday the week before. And the reason being is it's no accident that Amanda and her brother were born outside of the football season, like father, like daughter. <laughs> absolutely. Both born at mid to the end of July my dad is well he's the biggest gooner on the planet oh, I love your dad <laughs> uh, and you know what's lovely in two weeks time him my cousin his son and my cousin in Australia are all doing a podcast with me it has to be four o'clock in the afternoon due to the fact that one lives in Australia um it's going to be an absolute how can I put it 
balmy show so keep that's not next week it's the week after it's the week before a break for my birthday and the charity shield and then we're going to be back with so many post-game shows and so many guests but before that let, let's just talk about I want to know your favorite ever game Sally my favorite ever game apart from the first one where I fell in love was yep. um was that North London derby it was I've got the date here it was uh December 2018 and we won 4-2 at the Emirates and Ben took me and we sat where he doesn't normally sit and I absolutely loved it from start to finish it was insane it was just insane and there weren't any other women around I was the only woman around and like when we scored this man just picked me up <laughs> but it it was just that atmosphere the fact that we went down the fact you know oh Harry Kane scored up it was absolutely just insane I was on an absolute high from the moment I just got on the concourse it's just I'm here can't believe I'm here I'm here for North London derby um yeah it was amazing and there was this iconic picture from that game of the guy with the um flare like the the red flare and I was just behind him and we just had the best day we had the best day and just Lucas Torreira I know he's not done what I'd hoped he was going to do with us but when he scored his goal I was so happy for him and he just he loved it, absolutely loved it. And it was just pure Arsenal for me. I absolutely loved that game. That was my favourite, definitely. Sophie, what's yours? Do you know what? It's obviously for me, growing up, I, I'm very much like a big supporter of Wenger. But I think for me, having watched the documentary about, I think, winning the league in 1989, um, I just think it's just a game that, like, no other game can really top it, in my opinion. Like, obviously, the Invincibles were so special um, and there were so many games you would pick out there. But I think that game um, winning the league at Anfield in 89 is just so special. And, you know, I'm a big fan of David Rowcastle and I love that team. And I just think how incredible the game was um and yeah i think i think it was because a lot of who the players were and it shows you a lot about football you know never give up until the last moment of the game and i love how we never gave up and george graham you know we're still quite calm at half time and um i've just seen everything about that day was so incredible um and i suppose nowadays it's really difficult to beat liverpool so Back then, when winning the league against them, it was just so special. Um, but there has been so many great games. But I think that one was just so incredible because not many people thought we would do it. And, you know, we did it. Um, so I think that is a really big part of our history. And it's got to be my favourite game. <laughs> oh, I, well, me and you have the same favourite game. I don't need to go into that one, do I? Because <laughs> everyone knows. It's... Um, you know, life as an Arsenal fan is an absolute roller coaster. There's no doubt about it. You know, you're going to lose one game next season and then the, mm. the social media goes mental. No one's got any calm or patience these days. And God knows what social media would have been like before we went to Anfield. I mean, even I was having a tantrum. I was 19 um, about it because we drew. I get this wrong all the time. We drew to Wimbledon, lost to Derby. Whatever it is we did. Um 
I never, I can't believe I don't know this. I say it every week. Um, so we've had so many. I mean, winning the league at Tottenham, the Invincibles, the doubles. I mean, um, Euro, um, Europe in 94 with Alan Smith and winning the league again. The two cups, I loved that when we won the FA Cup and the League Cup um, going to Sheffield Wednesday. We've just been, we've had an amazing time. And I think that's when it went barren with the Wenger years after year 10 of his, um, you know, managerial ship, that it became tough because, you know, it was tough for tough for us fans as well. It wasn't easy, you know, coming out the top four as well. And you realise what an achievement it was keeping us in the top four. Um, you know, when people joke, oh, top four is not a trophy, but no, it isn't. But it was important to be there. And now, <clears throat> young Arteta, who I've loved since day one, is brought us back to, well, last season, you two. What a season. Um, and Carl wants to know, I've just seen something that he's asked, and I was going to ask you this. Sally, what's your standout moment from last season? I don't think, I, can't, I haven't got one. I tried, but I haven't got one. Is that both North London derbies surely are a given. Um yep. Then there's that Ramsdale save from Eze in that first game against Palace and seeing like the impact and the influence that Jesus and Zinchenko were going to be giving us. So exciting. Um, Vieira's first goal and our win over Brentford. Martinez's goal off the back of his head. That was amazing. And obviously, Reese Nelson. I mean, just in bits. Absolute bits when that happened and I, so I just couldn't I couldn't find one there was one there was just so much to love about it I think everyone's saying Reese Nelson of course I mean to be in the stadium was absolutely electric unbelievable I went into shock I did I went into shock because I couldn't see it happening obviously and I don't believe anyone else did but it was I wish I could just freeze frame it and pause it until he touches the boot, um, his boot touches the ball and just experience that split second again because that was right in front of me as well where I sit. It was the most, um, I didn't know what to do first. Everyone was cuddling me behind me. People had left. So I had a whole road to run up and down. It was just incredible. <laughs> so apart from that, Sophie, let's move away from the Reese moment. Was there anything else? Of course, the North London derbies, but anything else? I think for me, like Sally said, you know, obviously beating Tottenham is great, but I think also getting results, you know, against United. Um, I think Liverpool, obviously, we didn't beat them Anfield, but I think we got four points out of them. And yeah. I think I think that showed you the progress because we managed to, obviously, Man City, we did struggle with, but apart from then, we struggled to get results against those big teams and like Newcastle as well. They were excellent last season and it would it was so hard to beat them. But um, like I said, just getting results. And I think for me, um, I love Eddie's goal against United and I love how yeah. we fought back. I think a lot of it is how we fought back in the end because we sometimes we wouldn't start off great. We would give away goals, but we still have that fighting spirit. And I think the mindset has changed in this team a bit. Like, obviously, I do think we've got a bit 
way to go with winning the league but I think it shows you um, the mindset's changed it's very positive and it just shows you that you know we do have that winning mentality in this team and we're not giving up like we used to um, years ago so I think yeah. just like those games that are hard um, against like the big six um, and um, yeah I'm really really proud of the team it's obviously hard to pick stand-up moments because there's been so many but um, yeah I think it's been a great season and you could choose so many goals really I, it's just some of the um, do you remember the goal um, I think one of the funniest was at Villa with Martinez when it came off the post hit his head and went in the goal I mean brilliant what a, what a time to be an Arsenal fan after that everything you heard about um, you've got Karen saying beating Man U, Liverpool at home, the doubles over Chelsea and Totscum. Well, I've never used that word before. Totscum. Um, Amesy, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Amesy. First 20 minutes for Liverpool at Anfield were incredible. They were. And I think that if we'd have beaten them, I'd have then really believed we were going to win the league. I think it all sort of went wrong the second half there. But we have had... Oh, yeah, no, true. Sultan, the Gabby Jesus goal against Leicester was brilliant as well. We, he scored a lot of great goals early on, didn't he? He really did. Um, so, Sally, your favourite player from the 90s, I say, because that's when you started watching, and your favourite player from last season? So, it's between Ian Wright and Mr Arsenal, Tony Adams. Again, really, really hard to pick. Really hard to pick. Um, but, yeah, I love Tony Adams so much. But Ian Wright, yeah, he did it for me. Um, and sorry, did you say last season? I was just thinking about Ian Wright in um, short shorts. And Tony Adams is second. Last season. La yeah, last season. <sighs> it's that star boy. Oh, I bloody love him. I absolutely love him. I'm not going to say the other. I'm going to just say say him because there are so many. I do love a little bit of out of context Ben White as well, though, because just for the. Am I allowed to swear? No. Okay. <laughs> just for the uh, the sportsmanship, the gamesmanship, shall we say? Yeah. That uh, he, ha I, I love him. I just love that that cheekiness about oh, him. Oh, you mean the yeah. shit houseery? You can say that. Yes. Oh, that I can word. say that. Yeah. yeah the shit houseery is just next level, and I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's Bukayo Saka. If my daughter brought him home, I'd be so happy. I'd be really happy. <laughs> he's such a lovely boy. Really, he's is. a lovely boy, and he's just getting better and better and better. And, you know, long may it continue. Love him. Oh, so Phil Mack has said, I hope you meet Righty one day, Sally. He's lovely and genuine. I've met him quite a few times and he is just exactly how you see him. He's got that I cheeky, think cheeky smile. He's brilliant. <laughs> he is. Um, it's very hard to choose because in our time we have Burkamp over Mars Vieira. You know, and that's what Osman just said. He's gone, Bergkamp changed things for us and Overmars helped him. Very true. Robert Perez. Oh, my God. When I saw Robert Perez outside the Emirates, I actually didn't see him. Someone called me and went, Amanda, Perez is over there. I didn't see anyone on the streets. I literally bombed. I don't even know man, child, wife. I was over them. I was there getting a picture. And then I wouldn't let him go. And he kept looking at me like, say, uh, crazy lady, crazy lady. You need to let me go. He was so lovely. Um, he was. Phil Macker, definitely. Bobby was a flipping ledge. Very hard to choose, but Sophie, you got to choose. Oh, it's hard. I mean, 
I love variety as well, but it's it's hard to pick my favourite. And I think from when I was growing up, um, I really, really loved Sanchez. I think I just loved watching them play. And obviously how it ended sort of does hurt. At the time it did hurt. Now it's happened. But I think for me, him and Ozil growing up, I loved. But I think players in our history, I would say David Rocastle in Wrighty because I think a lot of it is to do with their passion for the club. Um, Obviously, it's hard to sort of choose because we know Burkamp, Henri, so many players um, are so talented and we've got so many incredible players. So it's hard to pick. But I think if I had to pick my favourite of all time, it would go Wrighty or Rocastle because you could see how much they love this club, they value this club and they just gave their all for the club and I suppose in recent years for me I've not always seen that with players and it's I've missed it a lot so I think they would have to be my all-time favourite um, and my favourite in the current squad would have to be Saka I just love him I think I just feel so proud to have him at a club and he's just so talented he's having he had a great season and I can't wait to see more of him next season but I will say that I think Odegaard as well he is a fantastic captain a great leader and I think last season was it's hard to sum into words how great he was because um he just had I think he was our best player and um, but yeah, it's it's hard to pick about players that you like now because there's so many. Yeah. I think all the squad's very likable. Um, so we could sit here and talk about all the players because they're great. So it's always hard to pick. But I think I'd probably go Saka or Odegaard. Well, I was like you. So I've gone <laughs> Saka guard <laughs> because I can't pick. One minute I'm like, you're definitely Saka. I was definitely Odegaard. I remember being on a podcast on Toffee TV because... Um, Baz is a friend of mine and he said so who is it and I went I can't tell you I, I go Saka 100% Saka then I go yeah but Erdegaard he's just been a, a breath of fresh air and wonderful captain and the football and oh and, and it's tough and it is it, tough to choose between them two but Sally I'm a bit like you it's it's Ian Wright, Tony Adams, Saka and Erdegaard so it's sort of we're all sort of a little bit similar it's very hard to choose because over the years we've had amazing players Alan Smith I loved obviously Kev Campbell was a mate of mine can't leave Kevin out um He was going to pop on tonight to surprise you both, but unfortunately he's working. I know. It's probably good because I would have had and a heart attack. Him, yes, I, I told had him too late. Um, I told him too late, but I, he's going to come on in the in the uh, uh, season as well. Um, guys in the chat room, thank you so much for all your questions. Let's get to some of them because I can't believe it's nearly an hour already. I absolutely could chat to you two for ages. <laughs> so much more it's so interesting I love love Gunner Girls right this is the question Harry sucks at YouTube funny name when are we getting Declan Rice we've got Declan Rice he's probably traveling with the players now it's just not been announced so everyone calm down okay (laughs) I, I honestly think that everything is signed sealed and delivered and they're just teasing us it's so annoying oh, no. that the piece does, though. It's so annoying. I just want them to announce it. <laughs> They've got to eke it out, though, haven't they? I reckon we'll get a timber announcement tomorrow and then a rice announcement maybe Wednesday. I just think so that. that they can keep us on our tentacles, keep us on our toes, just, you know. Yeah, I, I yeah. keep thinking rice will be Tuesday. I don't know why. Rice on a Tuesday. Um, we've got some more. Sultan. 
question for the gals. Do you think ESR will lock down a place this season or are we seeing the last of him? Sophie? Oh, no, I don't think we are seeing the last of him. I think I think he had an injury and, yeah, there were times where I did think Arteta should have given him a bit more time last season. But I think, like you said, Amanda, um, when he was in the game the other day, he looks a lot older and a lot more... Like he's 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 done a lot of hard work since he's been injured and and he's he's got that hunger now and it's hard really he's not been in this team and mm. I've missed him when he was being so good when he, you know those times with Abamyang when he played really well with him and um I personally think you know it all sort of all depends next season how he'll flourish if he will fit in but I personally think he'll be okay I'd be really gutted if he did go anywhere else because I know how much he loves Arsenal and we love him so much but I personally do see a future of him at Arsenal and I hope you know it works out for him I do I don't think I don't think, I don't think he's leaving I think that um I think that Arteta plays that game where keeps it quiet for a while, keeps him on the bench, and then they just come out rip-roaring, Sally. You're on mute, darling. Oh, sorry, I pressed in. It didn't work. Um, I agree, because I think like he's the one that gave him the chance. He's obviously, you know, had that word in his ear, hasn't he? I want you, Emil. I need you. You are going to be a part of this team, because he could have gone somewhere else. He doesn't want to go anywhere else and we don't no. want him to go anywhere else. And I think, like we said earlier, I think he's going to bang. And I'm really, really excited for it. Really excited. Um, I just feel that this could be his season. I do keep saying that. Right, we've got other questions. Um, let's have a look. Thank you for all your questions tonight. I'm going to get to... Oh, that's nice. I'm going to read that out. Um, you're also brilliant. Love the conversation tonight. That's from Sultan. Thank you, Sultan. That's lovely. See, girls? Everybody's happy. Oh, this is quite a good question, actually. And it's from our lovely Karen Russell. Who do you think would fit into today's team from the 90s team? Sally. Um, I think Karen Ramsdale would. I think Karen Ramsdale would, would be all right. And I think Granite Xhaka would have would have um played quite well in the 90s because he don't mess about um yeah those those two definitely i think maybe we've got too many not too many because i love it but the skillfulness of your odegaards your sackers mm. your martinelli's probably wouldn't have cut it so much in the 90s but um those two are sort of more on the uh, on the 90s level i reckon Okay, so so let, let's do it the other way round. Someone from the 90s coming into the team now. That is a really good question, actually. God, I need to think about that. Cause... You have a think, because I'll, I'll say. Okay, so someone okay. from the 90s, I think, I think coming into the team now would be Sol Campbell. I think he'd fit in and be the captain of that defence. Imagine Campbell and Saliba playing together. <laughs> yeah, I know. That would be football porn defending <laughs> right there. <laughs> but anyone from the 90s, I know you probably weren't born, were you, So That might be no, a bit... No, but I know a lot. Um, you do. Do you know what, though? I think 
I'd love to put Rocky in because of I just think he would fit in this team really well. Sometimes, like Saka reminds me of him with how he plays sometimes and his passion. Um, and I think it'd be great to have him in. Obviously, Henri would be great as well because we do need a striker. I feel like we need someone that will score a lot of goals. We do have Jesus, but I think we do miss someone that will do that. So I'd probably go Henri or Rocky, but it is hard. Be- but it's a great question, whoever's asked that. <laughs> it is. It's a really good question. It's Karen. Um, okay, cool. Right. Carl Stark. Thank you, Carl, for joining the show. Question, what should we be judging as a success for the team this coming season? What would be failure, Soph? That is a great question, Carl. Um, I think for me, I want us to see us win a trophy, whether it's like, I think a lot of people might dislike a League Corp or FA Corp. I think for me, if we, if we, you know, competed in the league like last season, and we keep keeping up with Man City, I think that would be a success. I think we need to win something, though, this time. I mean, a lot of people have said last season was a failure, which I do not agree with because I think we all can see what a great season we've had. But I think a lot of success is to do with how many trophies you've won. And I think Mm. um, if we keep continuing doing well in the league, and I think it's all about winning something because I think success is about winning and obviously we've not won since the FA Cup with Arteta um, so I think for me that's what would be important for us and I, I'm not really someone who uses the word failure but I think if we didn't win anything next season I would be a bit disappointed. Okay Sally? Um, I agree with Sophie I think we we've got to have a trophy one way or the other but I also think like if we can get out of the group stages of the champion Le- Champions League I think that would be a big achievement for us at this point um I think if we can finish top four again I, I think that's okay because I think we've overachieved and I, I am worried about yeah. how the the Twitter sphere is going to manage the expectation that they're whipping themselves up over um that you know if we don't win it then we're no good and of course those people do need to perhaps find themselves another hobby but it's (laughs) I I think we need to get out of the group stages I'll be happy with that league or FA Cup amazing and I think top four would would be great I I want to say yeah go on we'll win the league and I believe it I believed it last season I did believe it I wanted it I wanted it so much um, as, I, as I know we all did and it definitely wasn't a failure and we definitely didn't bottle it we just didn't have the depth and now we've got the depth so let's watch those last 10 games of the season and uh, I can't wait for them because I think we are going to be stronger and we will have learned so yeah top four out of the group stages and one of the cups I'll be happy with that um Amesy said, only three trophies and nobody's guaranteed a trophy. That sport to progress again is a success. Closer to City competitively when we play them and closer to their points in the Premier League. I agree with that. However, Amesy, success is measured by trophies and we do need to win a trophy. I'm I'm a little bit like you, Sally, a little bit concerned of how everyone's going to deal with because we might not start off how we did last season. It might not bang like that until later on, which might not be a bad thing this time. Mm. We'll get written off. There'll be 
people throwing their toys out the pram on Twitter and I'll be defending the team to the hill, you know, and Edu and Arteta. Um, but but it's going to be interesting because it's a weird season because last year we had no expectations because everyone was just praying for top four. And look what happened. Um, okay, I'm going to... Karen's going to ask us this serious question to you guys in the chat. Do you think we'll win the league next season? That's for you lot in the uh, chat as well. Um, do you think, Sophie, that we're going to win the league next season? I think it's a great question. I think I think we will have learned from like last season, you know, coming to the end. We sort of felt like we struggled a bit. I think we probably didn't have the experience in the team um, that we need. We do have more experience, but I think, obviously, if Declan Rice, if Timber comes and if we get another player, that will definitely help us um, with the experience. Obviously, we will miss out with Xhaka, and he has shown in recent years he is a leader. But I think we can. I think we've got potential to be. I think... I've always said this to take it game by game. I always have done. And I think that's the way we've got to do it. Um, I think we can um, win the league. If, I think it's important to get a prolific goal scorer. And I think, you know, Declan Rice coming in, I think he'll definitely help us. And I think it depends as well if Partey stays as well. I think he's been a great player. Um, and we would obviously have to bring someone else in for him. But, I'm optimistic that we can, but we also know how great Man City are and they'll probably strengthen them in the summer as well. But I think, I just think we can. I think, you know, Arteta wants, is showing us what he wants to do. Like you said, Amanda, um, even I didn't think we would be challenging. I thought top four was a must. We must get top four. So I think we've shown that we can do it. I just think we need to... Um, Learn from, you know, last season a bit with the experience which we will probably bring in the season. So I think I think we can. Obviously, it's just hard because <laughs> I think, you know, United will probably get a bit better. Newcastle will be getting better. So it'll probably be hard next season, but I'm still hopeful that we can win the league. Mm. Sally? I just think if we can beat them, if we can beat Man City at home or away, we yeah. can take stuff off them with our full strength squad. Because we never really played them properly with our full squad, did we? <clears throat> and it just it feels like they never really played the proper Arsenal. Mm. And so I think that's a measure. But also if we can keep picking up the points against the, the lesser teams, if you like, if we can not draw to Liverpool, not draw to West Ham, not draw to Southampton. You know, if we can build on that, I think Super Mick Arteta could take us there. I do think we can. I don't know if we will, but I think we can. Is that okay? Is that all right? That's <laughs> I'm a little bit on the fine. fence there. But um, yeah, I've, yeah, I believe. I do believe. And it's interesting because of so many people have got so many more questions in the chat. We've gone an hour and 10 minutes. I promised the girls an hour and I'm going to get you back on a few months into the season, both of you. And we can chat about where we think, you know, where we're discussing now. And, you know, I don't think it's going to be as bang, 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 like we did last season, um, but I'll still be calm and everything. Um, and I'm just going to leave with this because I think this is this has just tickled me from Ainsley. Okay. 
The announcement for Rice is being delayed because they're struggling to put together one of the best ever announcement VTs. <laughs> Amesy, you're so on my page. Um, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see what they're going to do because um, it is going to happen this week. We know that. Um, girls, Sophie, Sally, you've been brilliant. I could chat to you both for ages. Sophie, please tell everybody where they can find you when you podcast and everything. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for having me on. And I've, I've loved talking to you, Sally, as well. It's been great to chat with you both. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's TV underscore Guna. And my YouTube channel is Guna Gossip TV. I would really appreciate it if you could check it out. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Amanda, for having me on. I've really enjoyed this. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been lovely chatting with you. Um, Young Sally. So <laughs> Sally was extremely nervous at the very beginning of this. And how brilliant has she done, Soph? Oh. She's done amazing. I'm so proud of you. It's oh, like you've podcasted you. all your life. Everyone in the chat room, show some love to Sally because she needs oh, thank it. Thank you. That's really kind. And thank you so much for having me on. I was really nervous. It was something out of my comfort zone because I don't really say very much on Twitter. I tend to sort of lurk and then I never feel confident enough to say, well, no, I don't think that. And I think this. And then I just thought to myself, no, go on. I've got some things to say. So maybe I hope people have liked what I've had to say. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Well, they have. I don't know if you've been reading the comments, but you need to show all your family all the comments I'm putting up. Um, Soltan saying, much love, Sally. You're a natural. Well done, Sally from Young Palace. Um, great, great guests. <laughs> from Carl I know and also I'd like to give a big thank you as well to Carl because he works so hard behind the scenes you all need to follow same old Arsenal on TikTok because some of the content he's putting out there is brilliant um and thank you Carl for all the production side of it all and everything for me and the boys but um I'm gonna leave this in this comment this has, has made me laugh a little bit hold oh look at this Phil says, I assume Sally had her own pod, true class and very wise. Wow, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> no, I know. I don't think so. <laughs> but um, I'm going to leave this with Phil, one of your finest pods and prettiest. No offence to your usual host. <laughs> ha, ha. Well, my usual hosts are going to be back on Wednesday. Um, Chris is doing his one in, one out, one bangs with Ben and Woz from Twitter. Um, come and join them. Some have controversial views. It's all wonderful though, isn't it? Because we can all discuss it. You can all be in the chat Wednesday night at 7.30. Um, please subscribe to the channel. You will get notified of all shows. If you press the bell, please press like for the girls on YouTube. Please leave any comments in the box below for the girls and they can come and have a look. I would like to thank you all for being with us during the summer. Um, I'm going to have a show when uh, Declan Rice signs. So please look out for that because it will be that night, hopefully. As long as it's not Wednesday signs because Chris is on, it's going to be one of the evenings. And I've got a really special guest coming on for that one. Um, next Sunday, I'm back at 7.30 with three top gooners. So I'm going to say goodbye now, but I could be back sometime this week however tune in wednesday 7 30 i'm back next sunday at 7 30 subscribe and you don't miss anything thank you everybody sally and sophie i have absolutely loved tonight you've both been brilliant um good night everyone enjoy the rest of your sunday evening remember always arsenal always good night, awesome. everyone
Social Podcast Network.